What is up, everybody? It's Friday. You know what that means? It's another edition of Curveballs and Chair Shots. I'm always here, Brandon Tangum. But guess what? It's a rarity. Maybe the last time, first time ever. I don't know. Everybody's here. We have a threesome. It is such a monumental occasion. I can't remember the last time we've had this. But I'm grateful and glad that everybody's here. So first, let's start off. Both of my co-hosts are lovely and esteemed. But uh, my lovely and esteemed co-host, Dominic Hobson, sitting electronically more than six feet away from me is still. See, it's been so long. I don't even know what my three-man intro was supposed to be. Dominic, how are you doing today? Brandon, I am okay. How was your day today? Oh, you know, my day was okay. You know, didn't do too much. Uh, getting back on that job grind. Uh, you know, watch the Warrior game. It's been a hot day today. I know you guys out there in the warehouse. How's how's the AC? How's the climate control in there? Does it get fucking hot in there? Uh, what are you talking? It's it, you know, I don't break a sweat because you know I'm just too good at my job. It is fucking hotter than hell. Well, that voice you hear is the other lovely and esteemed co-host, Tyler Gunderson. Tyler, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. I'm not too bad. It, like I, like you said, it was hot as shit today. So it was just, you know, one of those days where it was, I couldn't wait for the day to be over with. What a way for the, to finish it with all of us together here to do a podcast. Um, any other small talk items you'd like to get off your chest? Dominic, Tyler, how, how was work this week? Any, any stories, any All-American label stories? How's Rich? Um, how's the other Brandon? Anybody else I'm missing of importance? No. We, we cool. That, that works with you we guys? Cool. We no? Cool. We cool. I mean, I, I, was, I got introduced to the CEO for the second time. Uh, he asked for my name because he asked me if there was a label out there, and I said there wasn't. I don't think he believed me. Uh, so he walked outside and looked and then uh, he came back in and he was like, oh, you were right. And then he asked me for my name and I was like, I'm Tyler. And, and then he asked for a raise. No, I probably should have, though. That would have been a good idea. Anyways, nice to see everybody is excited and energized, ready to deliver this audio eargasms and stuff. Let's start off with. The MLB standings. Tyler, would you like to do the MLB standings? I mean, I know it's like supposed to be your job, but then like you're never here. And then like when you are here, you got like the shitty Wi-Fi. But would you like to take it over? I guess take it over if you want. It's fine. Man, I'm not liking the shot you're taking at me. Jeez. I'll let you go fuck yourself. You know what, Tyler? Want? Calm the fuck down. All right. It's just jokes. I'm just. I'll fucking, I'll fucking take. I'll take it over. All right. Okay, I'll fine. Take fucking take it over. All right. Shit. All right. All right. In the American League, out in the West, we have. The Houston Astros, of course, top that division at 36 and 22. We then have the very, very ice cold LA Angels, who record setting, well, not record setting, but we're on a 13 game losing streak. We're pulling out all the tricks. 14 games. Did it get up to 14? I, I, I thought it stopped at 13. It ended at 14. Ended at 14. Um, the, the dreaded but Nickelback even, game. Even Nickelback. But I have a I have some gripes, and I told Dominic this either yesterday or the day before. There's a reason why Nickelback didn't work, and that's because Creed is always superior. If they would have went Creed, they would have fucking broke the slump. Um, but Creed's not a meme. Nickelback's a meme, and I think that's the way they're going for. Yeah, they don't understand. I mean, they, they, they're, they're idiots. They, you know, 
I, I, I didn't I didn't look it up, but I wonder what Shohei's song because I know Shohei probably big Nickelback fan. I think he's the big I, he's probably the one who suggested it, honestly. Shohei, um, I mean Nickelback, huge out there in Japan. Uh, fucking humongous. Uh Seattle at 26 and 31, nine and a half back. Texas at 26 and 31, nine and a half back. And the Oakland A's, who have lost 10 in a row. So a couple big losing streaks in the West at 20 and 40, the worst team in baseball. So let's just Let's get it out of the way. We suck. We suck. You know, There's nothing would, to say. They, they, they was promised to start the season. I was trying to be positive, and then it just has completely fallen off a cliff. I have not watched that much A's baseball in these like at least the last couple of weeks, but definitely like in like the last month compared to the first month of the season. I did not. I mean, I knew we were bad. And I knew we were losing. I did not realize until checking Twitter after the game that it's gotten up to ten losses in a row. I mean, yikes. I know we're playing some decent teams in the Braves, the Red Sox, and the Guardians, but still, I mean, th- these last, like, what, four or five games, we've had a lead in almost all of them, and we're just not being able to convert with the bullpen. Like, yeah, the bullpen, we knew was a question mark. I mean, the entire roster is a question mark, but we can we not, you know, convert two run leads in the ninth inning? It's okay. We're supposed to suck. We're supposed to suck. It's fine. Fuck your optimism. Well, it's all, it's all gone now. It Good. is completely gone. As but it e- should be. Even after all the 14 losses in a row for the Angels, they're still in second place. They are three games under 500, nine back of the Astros, but uh, only two and a half back of the wild card. So they're not, I mean, nobody wants to go 14 in a row, but at least they're, they're still, you know, in contention kind of. We got a firing, second firing midseason. I think it's been a while since that's really happened. We get Joe Madden fired. He gone trying to fire up the boys that and it, it didn't work right away. But now they, they won one game. It's not the Joe Girardi win six in a row firing. But Tyler, what did you or Dominic? You know, if you're quiet right now. What did you think of the firing of Joe Madden? You know how I stand with with firings of head coaches and, you know, well, this, well, this is a manager completely well, different. Well, I mean, but still, I feel like it's. You know, his job isn't really to – he's not on the field. I feel like the players are to blame, and, yeah, you're not going to go and fire Shohei or Mike Trout or whatever, but, you know, I I still think you can't put all the blame on him, but, you know, know, it it wasn't like it was – a surprise. I still think it was it was coming after, you know, after 14 games. It's kind of, you know, easy to say you're going to get canned. Tyler, what you I'll just get to sit here and stare at each other now. Yeah, we were. I just I mean, I thought, you know, I talked, then now Dominic talked that it would have made sense for you to talk after, but apparently Well, you know, obviously I've been out of the podcasting game for a while now. Well, um, I mean, you're not out of the podcast, not out of the complete podcasting game, not this <laughs> podcasting game. Hey, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I, I, you know, it's it's crazy to think and and correct me if I'm wrong, but against the Phillies, if if they intentionally walk Bryce Harper, he doesn't hit that grand slam to, uh, I believe, tie the game or take the lead. Joe Madden still might have a job because they potentially could win a could have won that game and and not got to the point of where they felt they needed to fire him. So it was 
I don't know, just just very weird. Like you said, you don't see a lot of midseason firings, and then to have two in the same, like within a, a few weeks of each other, was kind of kind of strange. I I I think I like the Girardi move a little bit better because Joe Madden. I mean, this is what Joe's second or third year with the Angels. Second. Second. Really? He wasn't there in 2020, right? I don't think so. I can't, I can't remember off the top of my head. Whereas Girardi, it's kind of a newer look into Philadelphia, into the Phillies, and and stuff like that. And and they wanted to get ahead of it early. So and it seems to be working out for Philadelphia. I do wonder because Madden is a very he's a different character, and if he's not with the right group of guys, I think that can kind of wear thin. And kind of like what Dominic said, like losing 14 in a row, like. Yeah, like you can blame the manager for some things like that Bryce Harper walk. And it's something no, you wouldn't question for anybody else. But it, he did it before and it worked. And then also they blew another two-run lead in that same game. People forget that they took the lead in the ninth and he still lost. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know too much about the, the guy who's filling in for Joe. But I mean, we just kept saying it. The Angels are bound to to do something to fall off a cliff, no matter how good it's looking right now. And we thought maybe it was going to be injuries. And he, I mean, even during this uh, period, like Mike Trout's had like the worst 23, 26 at bat streak in his career. It also came off the heels of the whole Tommy fam, Jock Peterson fiasco. So I don't know if that had to deal with anything, but uh, I still think the, the, the angels should be fine. Like nine games back is definitely a big hole to climb out of. I, I don't see them winning the division, but with the extra wild card, I think they'll be fine. As a as a former uh, commissioner of a fantasy football league, I do want to do want to say that yes, it's absolutely wearing down Mike Trout, and I think that is the the cause of his uh, twenty eight at bat skid because it's just you know when when you got guys questioning your integrity as a as a com- commissioner of an NFL of a fantasy football uh, league it brings you down, man. It, it, it really tears you down as a person. So, and, and that's why I, what I Johnny Roke is doing is so fantastic doing exactly. all the different leagues. And I, you know, I, this is the first year I'm going to be a part of one of his leagues. And so I don't know how much shit he takes, but I would assume he, he gets some, get some headaches at least. And I, you know, he does a great job from what I hear from all of his I was gonna different say, things. There, there will be no headaches. Cause the man, the man knows how to run a league efficiently. Johnny Roca, better than Mike Trout, confirmed. Confirmed. All right. Uh, all, back to our regularly scheduled program where we're going to start with the American League East, where we have the Red Hot Yankees, winners of nine of their last 10 at 42 and 16. Best team in baseball, it seems like at the moment. Um, Toronto, I don't, I don't know what to say for our boys out there in, in Canada, 34 and 23, seven and a half back. Tampa Bay 34 and 24, eight back, Boston 30 and 28, 12 back, and the Baltimore Orioles at 24 and 35, 18 and a half back. How does it feel knowing that the Baltimore Orioles have a better record than the Oakland Athletics? Fucking sucks, man. It fucking blows. Hey, the the, the, or, the blows. Orioles have a decent little pitching staff. This fucking guy and his optimism. Ad, Adley, Ru- Adley Rushfin is, you know, he, he's kind of dog shit right now, but he's a good prospect. They got some good young talent. No, Cedric Mullins isn't doing too well. Oh, maybe just the A's do suck. 
because the thank well, you the Orioles aren't even that good. They just no, they're playing like <laughs> shit right now. They started off decent because they're they're oh, pitching sounds, staff sounds familiar. Good. Yeah, yeah, except for they don't suck as bad as we do right now. Yeah. Mm. I'm even pissed because Toronto's not doing well. Like both of my both of the teams that I, I mean, want I think it's hard. You can't sit here like and say shit. you can't sit here and say they're playing like shit when they're second place and they are the number one wild card. I think it's just more the Yankees are doing so great right now that it makes everything else look worse than it actually is. Like, yeah, could they be better? Right. Obviously, they could be better. Don't say that. But the Yankees at yeah, don't make my head bigger Sorry. than it already is. Sorry. I mean, the you're Yankees wrong, at but you're not wrong at the same time. The, the Yankees out here with a 72% winning percentage. And I mean, Toronto, Tampa Bay, and Boston all hold a wild card spot at the moment. So it's not like they're doing terrible. And even well, I don't know who's Boston's tied, but they're tied with Cleveland. Yeah. So uh at least I think two East teams are gonna win the wild card, and I would not be shocked if it stays this way at the end of the season. You guys think Judge is going to break the single season home run record? Yes. No. Well, as someone who has Aaron Judge on my Diamond Dynasty team, I was going to. I was waiting for the fucking tie in here. I I would. I would love for him to get upgraded. You know, he got downgraded today with his lefty numbers, Um, so that's a tough look. So I did take him out, but yeah, if he just he is the highest rated player (sighs) in Diamond Dynasty, first time in like three years, Mike Trout isn't number one in virtual baseball. What uh, what is he at 23, 23 right now twenty four home runs? I, I know, know it's Tyler, why you, it's why you somewhere here, between twenty two to twenty five. Why are you out here asking questions for just things curious. I don't have the thing for? I'm just curious, man. Because now we get, now we have to chit chat for an extra two and a half minutes. So two and a half minutes. Up. What kind of what kind of internet do you got where it takes you two and a half minutes to pull up the MLB home run leaders? AT and T fiber, baby. Yeah, boy, he's had he has twenty two. Twenty two home runs. Five, 70, five so more than Byron Buxton and my MVP, Jordan Alvarez. So f- 50 away from the record. He could do it. I could see him doing it. I mean, 50 from early June to late September, early October. Hey, man, he's on fire. Just saying he catches fire. You never know. Uh, going out to the central, we have Minnesota on top of their division at 34 and 26. The Cleveland Guardians at 28 and 26, three games back. The White Sox at 27 and 29, five games back. The, not the Chiefs, the Detroit Tigers at 23 and 34, nine and a half back. And the Kansas City Royals at 20 and 37, 12 and a half back. Those are my Detroit Tigers. That, that's right. Dominus Detroit Tigers. How are your Tigers looking, pal? I mean, terrible, 20, terrible. 23 and 34, not too hot, but terrible, but know. better than the A's. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unnecessary. Unnecessary. No, you know what? Okay. It's true. I said it's not fu- it's fucking true. Well, they have the AL rookie of the year, Spencer Torkelson, guiding them to 23 victories. Don't don't look up Spencer Torkelson's stats right now. I'm do, not do going not, to do not look I them know up. it's bad. I know it's bad. The man has not been swinging it well at all. Um, Minnesota's gonna keep playing hot as long as everybody stays healthy, I think. But they are showing that when they're playing against actual good teams, they're not that great. But, I mean, the Central right now, no one wants to take advantage of this. And you were trying to get all worrisome about the Blue Jays. I'm I'm out here worried about the White Sox. Like, what the fuck is going on with them? Two games under 500, negative 52 run differential. Fucking 
Tony LaRusso's fucking drunk ass is out here intentionally walking people with two strikes just so Max Muncie can fucking dick down a home run. Like, yeah. what the hell are we doing here? I, I, that White Sox team is just fucking falling apart now. They had a good run. They had a good run. I think, I think it's a, uh, had a good two year run. They're about to, they're about to tear that bitch apart. I got a good feeling about it. On to the national. Well, as a own as a um, owner on my Diamond Dynasty team, of Luis Robert, I was gonna. I feel they should in. definitely keep Luis Robert or Robert. He's a great talent, great center, great center fielder. And would you Liam say he's Hendrick. gold? Would you say he's gold level talent? No, he's diamond level talent. Possibly oh, wow. could go up to a ninety overall type talent. Wow. You know, get to that threshold to make his stock rise. Wow! Wow! All right, National <sighs> League East, where we have the New York Mets at 38 and 21, the now red hot Atlanta Braves at 32 and 27, winners of nine in a row. The also red hot Philadelphia Phillies at 29 and 29, winners of eight in a row. The Miami Marlins are coming up at 26 and 30. Uh, they've won four in a row, seven of their last 10. And all the way at the bottom, we have the Washington Nationals at 22 and 38. Dominic, what do you have to say about this? Baseball. Baseball. No. Um, I'm actually a little more disappointed in the Phillies than, I mean, I kind of figured the Mets would be at the top. They've won eight in a row, and that's all pretty much since firing Joe. What more do you want from them? Uh, I want them to be at least chomping at the heels of the Mets. I, th- I thought that that team could, you know, really play a lot better than what they're numbers are showing so but it's the mess they'll fall apart eventually and they're you know starting to show some cracks everyone's getting hurt exactly but Atlanta's gonna take over and that's what i don't want to happen because metals and doesn't deserve shit hey 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 don't what, what, what's what's up with that there. what's up with the metals and hate it's not his fault the a's didn't want to give him like a significant contract not even a big contract yeah. i mean he should have just taken change and called it a day yes sign an eight-year 80 million dollar contract and just yes. take it yes yes um i do agree though that that i am even though they are winners of eight in a row i'm still disappointed in philly because they should be w- winners of eight in a row but also sitting like the fucking yankees are right now that that team is just way too stacked to be a 500 ball club it's the it's that bullpen that bullpen just no matter how many arms they put in there, however many moves they tried to make, they just do not pan out well. And especially now with Bryce Harper hurt, that outfield is going to be suspect defensively, if, especially if you put Schwarber and Castellanos out there. It's like, I don't know how, how much longer they get. Like, they're obviously not going to win forever. Yeah. So I, I do see them cooling off eventually. And when they do, that's, you know, and I, I think the Mets are still fine as long as. No, nothing substantial, at least in their lineup, gets hurt because they're still working with without uh, DeGrom and Scherzer. But uh, Atlanta, I, I think this is Atlanta's time to just, you know, step on the gas and really hit their stride and catch up to New York and then ultimately surpass them. I agree. So we'll move on to a, you know, a, a terribly cold division where the NL Central with the Cardinals who are 33 and 26 leading that division. The Brewers who have lost seven in a row are 33 and 27, a half game back the Pittsburgh pirates at 24 and 32 
uh, seven and a half back. The Chicago Cubs at 23 and 34, nine back. And the Cincinnati Reds, Mr. X is Cincinnati Reds at 20 and 38, 12 and a half back. Mr. X, ice cold, you're, ice cold you're, ball, ball clubs. Mr. X, your Reds might not be doing that well, but at least they're doing better than the Oakland Athletics. So positives. You might have lost hurts, three in guys. a row. Why do we got to keep doing this? But at least it's not 10 in a row. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely as, sucks. As you said, everybody in this division just sucks. You know what? It's fine. I'll take it. I fucking hate you. I can't, uh, you know, I, I can't stand you. Everybody in this division right now has been sucking. I mean, the the Cardinals just won their first game in however many, because what, they're five and five in the last 10. So they were also on a little bit of a skid as well. But um, yeah, Milwaukee just hitting a wall. One and nine in their last 10, losing their last seven. Obviously, I, I picked the Cardinals, so I'm going to ride with them. And I mean, even like run differential, they have a plus 45 run differential compared to four of the Brewers. And I think that's going to prevail in the long term. Josh Hader finally like blew a lead for the first time uh, last weekend. And, you know, even though I am a holder of him on my Diamond Dynasty team, I could, I could, I don't see him keeping up his dominant run that he had at the beginning of the season. So the question uh, I have is, I feel like what I haven't been hearing for the past season, a half, two seasons. Shut up, Oreo, you fucking. Hey, shut the fuck up. Oreo's yelling back at you. He knows what I'm going to say. Try it. Christian Yelich, where the fuck has he been? I feel like you, ne- he, you don't. Where the fuck have you been? He's been gone for like two years. I think you just confused. I think you just confused Dominic. He is still playing for Milwaukee, but yeah, he's been on. He's been on a fucking. He's been absolutely terrible. Pretty much since that that injury he had. What was it? Nineteen. When he yeah, should have won the kid off uh, his leg, right? Yeah. yeah when he he should have won the MVP, but then he got injured, so he didn't win the MVP, and ever since then he just has not been the same. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's somebody that. You know, they need to get him going. They need to be able to get it. send him down. Yeah, fuck it. I fuck it. I'm down, brother. I'm down but for that. Fire up the boys with a DFA. Fire up the boys. That's right. Put them fucking let them let the guy let the boys know in that clubhouse that they can't be complacent. Even even their fucking MVP caliber player can be sent down to the minors. I'm I'm fucking all for it. I'm all for it. Dominic, you fire about fire, you, yeah, you about firing up the boys by sending down Christian Yelich. Well, I am a holder of my Dallas Diamond GBB. Fucking bitch ass motherfucker. You got you, what? you a holder? You a holder on your Diamond Dynasty team, please? No, I don't have uh well I ah. do ha- I do have him because you know I you know I completed the Milwaukee Brewers set. Okay. So I have him because you know I have Prince Fielder as my starting first baseman, but not anymore because I picked up Rafael Devers because you know Lightning Diamond. Rafael Big Scoops. Exactly. And I got Brett Beatty at third base because Brett Beatty absolutely fucking smacks. Shout out the future stars drops. I, I don't understand how this how the top end of this division just isn't better than it actually is, because like Paul Goldschmidt he, is fucking MVP right now. I mean, you got you got Pittsburgh, the Cubs and, and Cincinnati just playing absolute dog shit baseball. And yet. St. Louis is is. A little bit over 500. Same thing with with Milwaukee. These guys should be beating up on their division rivals. But they're fucking not for some reason. L- looking at the advanced stats, both tell uh, me about them. Both St. Louis and Milwaukee are under are under five hundred when they're playing over five hundred teams. So they're quote unquote feasting on those lower teams. But when they're playing the good teams, 
they're getting their asses great. handed to them. God, this this division's going to be atrocious. They're going to be out of the playoffs real What is what's quick. up with the Central? It's just the Central. It's the Central in both in both leagues. I don't know. I don't know. Nobody nobody wants to fucking live out there, so they're not attracting any free agency. Um and then in the West, uh, a banger of a of a division, we have the Dodgers at 37 and 20 leading the division, the San Diego Padres at 35 and 22, two games back. The Giants at 30 and 26, six and a half back. Arizona at 28 and 32, 10 and a half. And Colorado at 25 and 32, 12 back. Finally, the Giants are starting to slide a little bit. I knew it wasn't sustainable. I told you guys since last year that they couldn't hold it up. Exactly. Just ignore the 107 games from last Didn't happen. year. Didn't fucking happen. All right. Not in my world. Not this is my when, this is when they re- this is, you know, the, this is when you're actually talking about them sliding. Exactly. 2022. I mean, I mean, the, the problem was last year, it was the, it was the year after the COVID year. So it was a fluke. Mm-hmm. Last year was a fluke. This year is the real deal. Uh, I mean, this it division this year be more of a fluke because you know, the delay of the game, the delay of the season and everything. No, Dominic, don't do this to me. Don't poke I holes mean, in my argument. I mean, 2021 was a true 162 starting on time. I mean, Dominic's got a point. Fuck you guys. This Dominic, is bullshit. I'm fucking Dominic tired of this a, bullshit. Dominic has a point. Good job, Dominic. Clap it up. Dominic made a good point. Fuck you guys. But uh, yeah, I mean, this division's pretty good. We got a good, pretty much the only good series this entire weekend is the Dodgers and Giants going at it this week. I don't got the score in front of me, but uh, six and a half back for the Giants. So they got to put up some ground with the old Doyers, but shout out, you know, shout out the cart or not the, the Cardinals, the fucking diamond bats. I don't know how I got those confused. No, we don't, no we're, clue. Uh, we're, you know, we don't Ari- talk about Arizona, Arizona, Arizona. I got you. Arizona, St. Louis. It's all the same. Yep. yep. You know, we, we ain't talking about fourth place teams that much, but 28 and 32, I thought they would be fucking the Oakland athletics of the national league, but they're not good job. Arizona, not being terrible. I just, had to, I just had to. Left, get, I just had to get. One, one, one more fucking a, dig. One, one more a shot in every me. single uh, division. You fucking cocksucker! Uh, by the way, the Giants are up six to two in the top of the eighth. Good for them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dominic, what'd you say? Hmm? Huh? Anywho, that's it. Dominic, for, you need uh, to baseball. like you know take take a take a shot of something and just fucking you know we need to fire up Dominic. We need to fire up the boys. Um, how do we fire up the boys? How do we fire up our boy? So um, who has what, to get sent down? Yeah. Who's getting DFA'd? Dominic, tell us what do we need to do to fire you up? Well, first, maybe we can fire him up by unmuting his microphone. Is that what you did? Did you mute him? I did not mute him. Oh, I, I thought can, you did it. I okay. ask, but, I'm going to ask him to unmute. Maybe that fires him up. Doubt it. All nope, right. Didn't do anything. Didn't, didn't work. All right, we got some some football news. What's going on? I'm trying to fire you up, Dominic. We're trying to fire you up. We need to fire up the boys, bro. I I I I said I'll be right back. No, you didn't. Well, I went be over. You said you said something, and then we came back to ask what you said, and then you weren't there. And then this would have helped. This would have helped you had a camera on, Dominic. We would have known. I don't want to show off my six pack. Let me see your six pack. Yeah, pop an ab for the boys. I know they're taking forever. They wanted to see me shirtless. They're being they're trying to sexualize me, and I don't opportunity for the boys, and that's gonna fire us up. Uh nope. Okay. All right. All right, let's get on. We actually have some uh, oh oh we didn't see a titty. We didn't see a titty though. I saw enough though. 
I'm and, there. Enough, enough to fire I'm, you up. Oh, buddy. I'm well, uh, this up. is a terrible transition because we got some NFL news. Let's talk about Deshaun Watson. Oh, I'm not fired up anymore. Oh, uh, the, Ooh, New, the New York Times dropped a a bombshell report, I guess, saying that 66 masseuses have been booked uh, for Deshaun Watson within a 17 month span. Um, this is I think the bigger news would be that the Houston Texans allegedly were in on the uh, on the scheme. They would help him book hotel rooms and all these other all these other things. Um, he also, we haven't really talked on the Deshaun Watts situation in a while. Now it's up to 24 women, uh, accusing him and suing him for damages and whatnot. So this continues to just grow for Watson and the NFL and the Browns. Um, I mean, we've kind of said it from the jump, like this guy is a piece of shit and he might not have any criminal things being at, you know, going towards him. Cause now it's all just, uh, whatever, personal, whatever the fuck you're supposed to call them, uh, civil cases. There you go. There you go. Thank you for the help. Yep, you're uh, welcome. But uh, is, is this finally going to be enough for the NFL to do something about Deshaun Watson after giving him however many million dollars and Hell trading, him, no. trading no. him to the Browns and all that, no. you know? Okay. No. I mean, he should have just went to New England. They they let Robert Kraft get away with it, and there was Ew. straight up there was straight up video evidence of him going into those goddamn massage parlors. So, I mean, obviously Robert Kraft is is a namesake in the NFL. I'm sure he gets a little bit more leeway, but I think Deshaun Watson is is probably going to get that same leeway, and and it's a shame because he is he is a, a dirt bag. He's that that's not right. And then for the lawyer to come out and be like, hey, getting happy endings isn't a crime. It's like, well, it kind of is. As long as as you're not paying for it. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say it's prostitution, but it all depends on if he's paying for it. But apparently if you just whip it out and then she does it, even though she doesn't want to do it, apparently that's not that's not illegal, according to him. According to that. Which apparently, I guess, technically not because he didn't get convicted on any uh, crimes. I mean, let's face it. All athlete, all athletes are always innocent, even when they're guilty. Maybe this is an OJ situation yeah. where he, he's he's criminally innocent, but civilly he will be convicted. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Let's... Hey, okay. No, still, I was still say, better than Oakland Athletics, OJ. though. So fuck you. Stop. I was fired up for you, Dominic. I I, I was getting fired up. Okay, all oh, right, I'm back. I, I'm fucking back. I'm back, baby. Um, yeah, Deshaun Watson, man. That's at least Baker's gonna have a job now. Good for him. Good for good I for mean, good old if Baker, I was Baker Mayfield, Mayfield. I would say, "Fuck you guys." Yeah, well, honestly, he should. That would be very funny. And then, and then Cleveland goes to who? Fucking um, Long Neck. What's his name? My Glenn. My Glenn on. Is is that the uh, the that's Browns? Who I, I don't know, but that's exactly who I was thinking would be the backup. Daddy Longneck, Daddy Big Dick. Oh no, no he's in be, uh, yeah, come he's on. in uh, Indianapolis. That's right. Just following Carson Wentz or whatever, just taking Carson Wentz's jobs wherever he goes. Every everywhere he fucking goes, he's his living nightmare. He's a so we got so the uh, the third third uh, QB on the depth chart is Jacoby Brissett. Ugh, love to and see the, it. Followed by Josh Dobbs. There so, we go. There we go. Put in Josh Josh. No, fuck it. They need to go sign Nathan Peterman. Put in the I Peterman. Need, I need I need my Peterman back in the NFL. Um, 
what else? Oh, I seen something about Henry Ruggs. His uh, lawyer was looking to. Uh, he was trying to get the blood blood alcohol content, like get Dis- get them to, to release it. Try trying to just get it released to the public because they think it's or just you know out of the court's hands because the only people who have seen it are judges or or something. I don't know. I didn't. I thought, I, thought I, I saw, saw something that's, that it was like three times the limit or something where he was that's like super I th- fucked up. That's where I thought I saw too. So when I saw the headline, let's see if I can pull it up. I know I didn't click the link. So, so my, uh, my thing is if I'm just throwing it out there, cause weirder things have happened. Let's say he gets off. He's not going back to the NFL, right? No shot. Okay. Wait, are we talking about Deshaun Watson still? But him. Open in the knees. Damn. What my joke was? Thank you. Yes. Uh, lawyers for X Raiders wide receiver Henry Ruggs III wants evidence showing illegal blood alcohol level from deadly car crash thrown out. Why would they throw that out? Maybe they obtained it illegally. Oh, good point. Good point. Good job. Good job, Dom. See, look at that. Dom, you should be a lawyer. Fucking, you're fucking on top of it today, buddy. Really fired us up, Dominic. Good job. All right, let's let's actually talk about real football. Let's talk about on-field moves. The uh, defending Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams, making some big money moves this past week, locking down Aaron Donald, making him the highest-paid non-quarterback in the league. Three years, $95 million, two and 65 of those are completely guaranteed. And then they locked up uh, Cooper Cup to, what, three years, 100-something, 115 uh, so or not well not three years but whatever it's like a hundred million dollars something not as big as the other big time wide receiver uh, money we've seen with Hill and Adams and the like but uh, the Rams locking down their their two stars um, they got you know him Stafford Jalen Ramsey all locked down for the next few years so even after winning the Super Bowl they uh, are not being complacent and uh, locking down aging but still star talent. So, so the salary cap just doesn't apply to the fucking Rams anymore. I mean, this is this is crazy. I don't. I I've never understood the the NFL salary cap to begin with, but but to see them throwing around money like that, it just further drives home the point to me of like, does it really even do anything? It doesn't. It's a sham. That, that's what I'm saying. Like they're they're still giving out these big contracts. They're still doing this. It's just. You know how they disperse it year by year. I guess is how they how they get away with it. But and you can like put it in signing bonuses and other types of bonuses, and you know you get. I need a bonus. Yes, you do, Tommy. You deserve a bonus. I don't see what you do over at All American Label, but you deserve a bonus. What time did you leave today, Dom? Five forty-five. Look at that. The man was working overtime. Putting in his fifteen minutes of overtime. I try it, brother. Good hey. job. I mean, I left 30 minutes early yesterday, so. Okay, well, you're only 15 minutes behind, but you've put in 15 minutes of overtime on other days, right? So it all balances out. Yes. Sure. That's how it works. Right, Dominic? Yeah. Mm, No? No. We're very, we're we're punctual gentlemen. We we clock in at, at, you know, nine o'clock. We're out at 530. So now you're saying, Dominic, you owe 15 minutes now because you're always on time? I don't want to talk about it. All right, on to the next thing. Well, Tyler has big, big basketball guy. He's got oh. his Warrior shirt on. So let's talk some NBA playoffs. We Hunter Renfro gets a contract extension. No, I'm joking. 
Still better joke than the A's. Uh, yeah, but def- the uh, no, game four someone. did just conclude with the Warriors taking game four, evening up the series at two apiece, coming back to the Bay for Monday. <laughs> uh, don't know what that was, but the uh, it was the, the Chef Curry show in game four. Uh, the Boston crowd was just hammering everybody, just especially after Draymond. Draymond is villain number one, public enemy number yeah. one over there in Beantown. Uh, but Curry just taking over the game it was kind of like LeBron in those later uh, Cleveland years where he just had to do everything. And he was able to get the job done. So, Tyler, big basketball guy, uh, your thoughts on game four and just kind of how the series has played out to this point. Hey, man, Warriors look good. Le- look good. This is a good team win for him today. Even though Draymond was was uh, fell by the wayside, I like the move of not uh, putting him back in in the third or fourth or whatever the fuck it was. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, yeah, man, they're they're playing real good basketball. We love we love to see that. I, I have because because you're the me. resident basketball guy. Apparently, Jesus. Yeah. Um, no, just just big basketball guy. Oh, big basketball. Just like, just like you're a big, big hockey business. guy. Big business. Um, Vialitsa being in that game taking out who was it i think it was i can't remember who wasn't on the floor it was, oh it was at the start of the fourth it, t- it was like him thompson wiggins pool and yeah man gotta gotta fucking go gotta play big gotta play big but you put Vialitsa in you don't put like kaminga in or you know who who got the hops who got who, who can shoot the ball who's you know See, I, th- I mean, I think that lineup was more for defensive purposes, and I yeah, do but agree. He that, like, can't fucking guard for shit. All he, yeah, he I mean, he made that one good play where he, he's a big, you know, he he pickpocketed Brown and he just fucking. He's a goofy bumped. motherfucker, and then he's he, as I was gonna say, he bubbled his way to the fucking to the rack. He's a big body in the middle, and it's not something the Celtics would have expected. You got it. It's the finals, baby. You got you got to throw the unexpected out there, man. Last series of the uh, season, Brett can hold you back now. That's right. That's right. Um, any of you guys listen to the Draymond podcast? Absolutely not. I mean, if he Fuck. says something stupid, then I'll I'll hear like a snippet of it. Why, Tyler? I just I'm just very curious as to how that podcast goes. Is it is it just him on there? Is it just him rambling? Is it like you when we're both not here and you got to do wrestling by yourself or, or what? What are you talking about? That's not gonna happen. That that never happens. That never happens. No. Stay tuned to, to later tonight. I don't um, talk about. Yeah. So nobody listens to it. Fuck, damn. No, I mean, I said, if, like, I'll see clips if something happens, but I think usually it is him. Ta- it's either him talking to someone or him like reflecting on a warrior, like on a warrior game. I could, I could just hear him having a cool intro, like, "Hey guys, welcome back to the Draymond Podcast." Is it called the Green Room? Ooh, but I'm- Dude, you're fucking, you're fucking on one. You were right on now. fire. Holy Dominic. shit, that was a good one. Like for a second there, I was like. I almost was like, yeah, of course, that's what it's called, just to sound like I know things. But then I realized that you just came up with that, didn't you? Yes. What is the name of this podcast? I'll give it a listen. The Draymond Green podcast. Oh, fucking original. <laughs> so original. Is it? I don't know. Let's see. Oh, my God. We're <laughs> Dominic. You're on fire. Yep. You are fire. You're you're Alba fire. <clears throat> it's the Draymond Green show. The Draymond Green show. Fuck yeah. Uh, right. I, I I did like the sitting of Draymond. I mean, it should have happened in game three because he was absolute dog shit in that game as well. But Steve Kirch on a fire with the boys. 
sitting Draymond. It worked kind of. I mean, Steph Curry just going the fuck off like he normally did. Dropped 40 plus, 43. Fired him up. And uh, second highest uh, finals total in his career. I liked it. Uh, Dominic, what what do you what do you see going forward? I mean, big game five, obviously. The Warriors, I wouldn't say they need to win this game, but it's, I mean, I think it's a big time game that they need to, you know, make sure they lock down, at least play well, because this last game, yes, they got the win, but it was very troubling how bad everyone else outside of Curry played. Well, Clay needs to find his shot. I don't know what's going on. You can't have Steph basically doing what he, I mean, you want him to do what he does on a daily basis, but you, you want can't. that a part of a blowout, not a nail biter. Exactly. Correct. Um, Wiggins is playing fucking phenomenal. Looney is, uh, I, I really, really hope to God the Warriors fucking just throw money at him, but I know they're not. So whatever happens, Looney is great, but you know, he's proving the point of, he deserves a big contract. Um, you know, and key little things like Gary Payton just coming in and being able to, to make some good plays, some good spot, uh, uh, good spots where, you know, that little, little like screen pass to Curry for the three was, you know, that good move. He had a good block. It's just, you, you need all these key pieces to fucking fall into place. And, you know, it's not happening. Yeah, the, the role players had good little games and, you know, good little moments at times. But the starters, Green, Wiggins, uh, Clay, Draymond, and even like Poole, I think they all need to step up in game five and they need to have a, a, a really good game. I mean, the Celtics, they I feel like just every three-pointer that they need to make, they make. Luckily, this one they didn't. I mean, what Horford hit that three with like a minute left, I was like, oh. It, it, they're going to come back, but no, they, they weren't able to do it. But I mean, I feel like the role players right now for the Celtics are playing much better than the role players are uh, for the Warriors, but going to Tyler, cause I know this is what he cares about. Uh, Dave Portnoy. This is a big bar stool thing. You know, I'm a big stoolie. I love it. Yes. They're pissing me the fuck off right now with all this Draymond on hate and, it. and, you know, fucking, Portnoy, who's like, oh, all of a sudden he's a big fucking Celtics fans now sitting courtside and making Draymond shirts. I'm like, I get it. Draymond's a hateable person, but I kind well, of I kind of roll my eyes at all of it. He he's he's always a, a Celtics guy. I can't I can't I can't knock him for for like, oh, he's just now a Celtics guy. Like he he's you know that he's always referenced being a Celtics fan. So I give him that. But it is funny. Like it, it rarely happens where my two worlds collide, where it's like everything I love about Barstool and, uh, you know, the Barstool world, which I, I intake a lot of content and then sports, it very rarely comes together. So when it does, I just, I love to sit back and watch the chaos that it creates. And so seeing Dave and, and everybody at Barstool, just like shit on the warriors constantly. It, it, I, I love it. I fucking love it. Cause when, when, they I think up, when the warriors not... end up winning, winning the series and they're salty as, as fans, it's just going to be so much enjoyment. I, I, will I like want them that. to win it in Boston just to be a little more just to shit just to yeah. shit down his throat. Yes. Game six clay. Game six clay. That's all that's all clay's been waiting for is just to go to a game six. Yeah, I, I mean I'm fine with like Portnoy doing his shenanigans, but I think what pisses me off is like the bar stool like main account. Yeah. Like, leaning into it while it's like, really? Are we really doing all that shit? But hey, I get man. it. They're, they're Hank, a Boston thing, it's fine. Hank should have should have taken that shot. Team Hank all day, all day, every day. I bet you he would have fucking drained it too, or he would have put it off the side of the backboard. Nah, Either way, it's good uh, content. Don't, don't fucking say that. Don't 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 do my boy Hank like that. Marty would have made it. 
<laughs> You're fucking pissing me off today, huh? You're All right, th- th- that's it for the sports. So let's go on into the fan mail segment, otherwise known as. Otherwise known as. So, so, sorry, I, sorry. Um, Mr. X and hey, questions of the week. Bum, bum. So we got uh, the two friends, Josh, Big Daddy Guma, Big Daddy. and Johnny Roca. So let's go to the Instagram first to ask Big, to see Big Daddy's questions. Podcast question, Cola. Fuck you. Fuck you, Dominic. You're still better than the A's. Fucking. With <sighs> the Angels finally winning the game on Thursday. During the during this time, people wanted Mike Trout to get traded to an actual contender. A hypothetical question. If you could place Mike Trout on any team, who would it be to make them an instant contender? So who would you like to see Mike Trout be on? What team would you like Mike Trout to get traded to? Dominic, besides besides the Oakland Athletics. Dominic, you go ahead and answer first because I got I got to really think this one over. Well, I mean, what if I need to think it over? I feel like you have a good answer off the top of I think of your we, head. we all automatically are going to say the Oakland Athletics. No, but that after wasn't even that, my first fucking thought. Wow, you don't want Mike Trout on the A's? It so, said to make them a contender. You think you think? Well, Mike I'm Trout just being. I'm being. I'm being shellfish. So I, I'm going to say it, and I know I'm going to get shit for it because I'm not supposed to say this team anymore. Oh, this fucking ass. Oh, right? here we go. Don't say. Don't but, make me. Don't make me mute you, Dominic. But. To make the team, I mean, they technically are contenders, but they're technically not in the wild card and they're not in the division. Uh, so it would have to be the Giants. I mean, I don't think it has to be the Giants. It's a good. I think that's a, that's a very good and a very like possible destination too. Because I mean, they, they don't really the money. Have, they don't have any outfielders really. At least good yeah, outfielders. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, it's clearly. You know, the Giants, maybe the Brewers. Yeah, that's also. I was going to go to the Central and maybe St. Louis or Milwaukee. Like, I know they got good outfielders in Bader. Uh, and who's the other guy out there? Whoever. They had, they had a good, solid outfield, not, a, you know, defensively, but not really offensively. Put Trout out there, but then like Trout, Arnado, and Goldschmidt. I mean, there's no way you're paying all those guys, but no shot. Uh, I guess I'll go with Dominic and fucking fire up the boys. Trade Christian Yelich for Mike Trout. Yelich for Mike Trout. That's a hell of a deal. That's Uh, not a fair trade whatsoever for the Angels, but they're so stupid they might do it. They might, just for namesake alone. Um, Josh Hader, Christian Yelich for Mike Trout. Make it happen. There we go. I think for me, I have to give it to my Toronto Blue Jays. Put, Put them with the boys, man. Fire the boys up over there in Toronto. Make it to the point where I know that that their offense is not their problem, that their pitching staff is their problem. Um, but fuck it, if you could outscore everybody, why not? Do what the Yankees are doing. I mean, it seems to be working for them. So, All right, moving on to Johnny Roca. Uh, first question, what are your thoughts on the rumors? about Colin Kaepernick coming to the Raiders, Tyler. I mean, if this was a few years ago, I probably wouldn't be as against it as I am now just because it's been, what, seven years since he's played? It's not like an actual. It's been like six or five, five, five years, three or two. I mean, 
what was it, 2015? No. I believe so, like, somewhere around 20, there, like 2016. God damn it! I'm gonna look it up again. It's it's been check the tape. It's been a while since he could throw a football. Yeah, it's been it's been quite a long time. So like, I just don't I don't see him as being. 2016 able to, was his last year. 2016 was his last year. So I just I don't see him being able to actually like perform pretty much. Um, even in a backup role, I'd much rather bring back Mariota to basically fill that same role that that Kaepernick would would fill. Yeah, but I mean, Kaepernick. I mean, and Mar- they're they're semi similar. I mean, they're both very. They both can run the ball very well. I mean, but I was going to ask, why do you have the backup be completely different than what Carr is, unless you're going to run different packages with the backup? That, that was the thing I, and again, that was the thing that I always hated about having Mariota was they would bring him down and they'd try to run the options and things like that. And it was very obvious what they were doing because why else would you be putting Mariota or if they do bring in Kaepernick, Kaepernick for that, for that matter. So I, I I'm kind of with you on that cheese to where it's like, wouldn't you want, you know, a guy, the Peter man. Yeah, yeah. You'd want the guy that's going to fit right into your fucking system. So. Nick Foles, big dig Nick. He'd fit perfect. I don't like know. A glove. Like a fucking like a, glove. Like a magnum glove. Oh, yeah. I'm a little higher. I think I'm, well, I mean, it's been so long. We don't know what he looks like, but I think I'm a little more higher on his overall talent than you guys are. But as I said, I don't know why you would bring him in to be the back. I mean, he, he's not going to be the runner he was. So maybe he is more of a, he would be more of a pocket passer. So I guess that probably would fit as a backup to the Raiders. So. Uh, but it's been like what two, three weeks since he had that workout. Not saying they had to sign him right away, but I think if it was going to happen, we probably would have heard a little bit more since then. I mean, the other the other thing too is, you know, we don't know how. What's his name? Is it McDaniel's? Yeah, we don't we don't know exactly how he wants the office to run. So maybe maybe he does want it to be more of a pocket passer or, you know, maybe he wants Colin to run it or whatever it may be. So, you know, we don't know exactly because we he's, haven't, he's seen been this handcuffed with Tom Brady for years and he wants his quarterback to be a little agile. Hey man, don't knock Derek Carr. He can, he could get out of the pocket. He usually fumbles, usually fumbles out of the end zone, but he could get out of the pocket. Good for him. Hey, don't, Thank hey, let, let's not forget, you know, and then he I dives, just, puts his arm out and he fumbles the ball. Let's not forget, Devontae Adams said it himself that that Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers are comparable talents, that that they're pretty much the same. Let's and not forget. Devon, Devontae Adams would know that. Yeah, Devontae he's Adams de- would Definitely know that. not played, biased whatsoever. He's played under both of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Question two. June 10th is National Iced Tea Day. How do you like your iced tea? Uh, filled with sugar. I was going to say for, for a long time, I, I absolutely hated iced tea. Uh, but then I got into like, uh, brisk. like the brisk, the brisk peach yeah, teas yeah. and stuff like that. And it's gotta be flavored. It can't just be like, you know, unsweetened or sweetened do, tea. Do it's gotta Arizona's be, count. I, I would count it. I can't count it. So then, those you know, those are buzzing. Uh, watermelon is it or like watermelon or I don't know. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the Arnold Palmer action. Oh, get the half, get the, half buddy. Get the natural sweetened from the lemonades. You don't need to douse it in sugar. Oh, buddy, that's 
if I'm nah. gonna pick a fruit, I probably you said it first. I probably would go peach as my fruit of choice. Pe- peach tea. I had mango. Mango's pretty good. Um, there's some there's some good ones. The, but but it's got to be like brisk or or something like fucking shout out Snapple though. Even though they changed their bottles, but yeah, more eco friendly. It's dumb. I want the glass back. Then finally, from ice tea to ice cube. Oh, uh, I see what you did there, J. Row. J. Row's hilarious. June fifteenth is Ice Cube's birthday. He has a little pop quiz for you guys. How old is Ice Cube? Old enough. Let's see. I'm trying to. Uh, he's got to be fifty-seven. Dominic. Um. He is... I feel like I way overshot that. God damn it. 57, I feel like is... <laughs> I feel like it's way too old. Like 51? Dominic is correct in terms of being closer. Yeah. Uh, 53 Ooh. is the correct age. He so is what? 53 or is he turning He's going to be 53. So what does that okay. put him at? 52. 52. Well, whatever. <laughs> he's be, fuck you guys. Okay. He, I said, how old is he going to be? Okay. Calm the fuck down. Yeah. Um. God damn. Fifty three years old. I mean, if you guys watched that Kenobi, was, that means you watched Kenobi was... episode four. You saw his son was in. Star I did Wars. see. It's a great episode. Great. You see, yeah. you see Miss Marvel, or you, you know, you no, have to watch. I, I didn't realize. I, I saw the trailer was coming out. I didn't realize that it was actually, um, that it was actually out. I just thought it was just a trailer. Mm. Yeah, I was talking to a racist. Co- That's why you didn't no, watch it. Talking, That's why was, you didn't watch it. You're I talking, racist. I was talking about it with a coworker earlier today, and he said that it was out, and I was like, "Oh shit, I have to fucking." Oh watch wait, that. hang on. Hey, hey, before we continue, real quick, um, Brandon, would you fuck Ryan Reynolds? Uh, yeah, fucking right, of course. Cool. He's so hot. Good, good. Thank good. you, thank you, thank you. I mean, I know Tyler loves Ryan Reynolds, so I know what the right answer was. Oh yeah. Okay, would you fuck Samuel L. Jackson? Uh, is he yelling at me constantly? Yes, and he's wearing his Kangol hat. <laughs> then yes, absolutely. Okay. All right, cool. It's the only way I'm doing. That's the only way it's happening. Yeah. Is if you're just constantly yelling at me the entire time, and I'm just fucking scared for my life, hovering in the corner. Yeah. Well, his dick's in you, so we're not really hovering in the corner, but I'm just in the fetal position, getting fucked. Anyways, okay. Actual <laughs> final question: What is your favorite Ice Cube song and/or favorite Ice Cube movie? I don't know why I said cubed. But what is your <laughs> best, best Ice Cube movie? Are you there yet? I mean, hands down, right? Yep. That was that was uh, that was a joke answer, but also now that I'm thinking about it, it actually might be I, my favorite I think Ice it, Cube movie. I think it is because I mean, I Twenty One Jump Street is funny. Like the Jump Streets, Jump Streets are funny, but but is that his movie? That's yeah. the thing. Like, yeah, it's not like him. what I think about it. Like, Boys in the Hood, great. Is it his movie? No. I'll probably oh for fist fight. That's that's probably the last no, one I watched. I'm, I'm not it. I'm not saying that's my favorite movie. That I just looked up his movies now and that just jumped okay. out to me because that's like one of the like pretty much the last ice cube I've ever really watched. Fucking Charlie Day. It would, it would have to be the ride alongs. That's Kevin Hart and him. Right along. Okay, we're just not gonna one. talk about Friday. I'll say Friday. No. No, I'm not gonna oh, say yeah. Friday. You hate Friday? You don't like Friday? No, well, I fuck you, Tyler. Fr- I fucking love Friday. Anyway, I can't. The Fridays are great, but I mean, I think actually, are we there? I mean, it was like his first real movie. Like, well, I mean, I guess Boys in the Hood, but like, 
taking <laughs> take it's like taking the gangster. But if we just ignore Boys in the Hood, this is you know Barbershop <laughs> Friday. This is his first this is movie. awesome because I I wasn't sure how this was gonna get perceived, and then Dominic agreeing with me. This is awesome. I love this. I I just because it's like you're taking the whole like like gangsta badass chill like everything he's done before and put him into a family movie and he and it to me and he fucking he thrived nailed it yeah he fucking nailed it i think i i felt like i was in that car i felt like i was in that escalade with him the whole ride yeah and and there was still some action if you i think i think at the end of the movie wasn't like him wasn't he like fighting truckers or something like that i believe so i believe so i mean like realistically yeah it wasn't like it i don't he didn't make him fucking a shit ton of money probably not but i mean i still think it was probably one of his better movies just because it's like a different role and he's like right there with snoop dogg where people don't even realize he's like a rapper and was like a killer back in the day he's like he's fun loving ice cube he does the movies and he does the yeah. fun kid movies where he's yeah. driving escalades yes but if we're going music uh we actually play the song as our outro once r.i.p new jack i'm going natural born killers ice cube and dre one of the greatest wrestling songs of all time it's a hard. I don't think they have them on streaming, so you have to like look it on YouTube. It's a fucking banger. I always love no Vaseline. Just a. I, lo- I love a good diss track, so that that's up there for me. Um, I mean, I think if no one's gonna say it, I'll fucking say it. I mean, today was a good day, right? Now that song sucks, bro. That song is so overrated. Still better that's than not, the A's. No, damn it, I was gonna say it. No, that's a that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, was Ice Cube better with NWA or afterwards? After. Oh, that's controversial. Cheese. Well, we're talking musically. Musically, I, I'd say with NWA. I love him. I, I love some of his stuff after, but I mean, I love NWA is my favorite. Uh, rap I'm, things of all time. I'm with you on that one. I think I, I think I have to agree. I mean, he's like the real rapper. Of, well, one of the real rappers of the group, because you know Dre is like the DJ, Easy's like the front man, pretty boy, who you know Dre just writes all the shit for. That's right. Yep. Anyways, all right, that's it, Dominic. Uh, your turn to take over, Mister. Okay, X's, let's make Mr. this X. a fucking quickie. Never mind. We haven't even us. gone an hour yet, Dominic. All right, calm down. Shit. You hear Kilo. Ted? Nope. You hear Ted. Okay, nope. then. So shut the fuck up. And anyway. Ted, when's Ted, uh, you know, going away? Tomorrow, I think. Oh, finally. Yeah. Love to see it. Good job, Ted. All right. First a good all, ride. He says, Who the fuck is Ted? Yeah, Dominic, who's Ted? Your face. Hi, everybody. You asked if I thought if Joey Votto will make it to the Hall of Fame. Of course. I really hope he does. But it's a tricky thing. He has now been a part of the Reds organization for 20 years now. In those 20 years, he's had some amazing seasons as well as some not-so-great ones. He's a former former MVP. He's captured some division titles. He's a career .303 hitter. The average career war for a Hall of Famer is between 50 and 70, and Votto sits at a 60 on his career. He's already one of the all-time greatest Reds, but he's number one in the World Series which will be a, a sticking point sometimes for the voters. Looking at everything, I say yes. Will he make it in? But he may not get in on the first ballot. What do you think? Uh, I mean, 
it's tough because he makes a lot of good points. And I think I have to agree with Mr. X. I think he does get in, but not a first ballot. And I think it is, uh, it does have a lot to do with the fact that he's not going to win a, a, a championship. Sadly, it should, it shouldn't be like that, but I, I feel like the voters are stingy assholes that would do that. I think we've gone over this. I think we did this discussion before. I think I landed on heat is like a borderline hall of famer. His war is at 64.7, which is right at the cusp. You're trying to look at like the 60, I think it's like 65, 60 is kind of, or definitely like 65 is like a hall of fame level. So it's like right at the cusp. Uh, It's going to come down to like who he's with, but like right now it'd be like, you know, Kershaw, Scherzer, those guys, but like batting wise, you know, Pujols, Miggy, he's behind those. And it might just fall down to who he's with. Um, I say yes, definitely not first ballot. Um, and then kind of after that, I don't really have a criteria on second, third, fourth, whatever the fact. But um, so I would say no first ballot. I would not vote for him first ballot. But after that, yes. I just want to ask um, before we move on, if he is to win a World Series before he retires, does that make he's, him a first? He, he's not unless he's a good ring chasing. Okay. okay. I mean, I, Mr. X, we love the Reds. Joey Votto's what, 30? gonna be 39 in a couple days a few days months they, they, years, they, years. They, they, they ain't doing it well we're all be 39 in a few years anyways are boston and golden state going a full seven game series or a one team going a run to capture the title i get a feeling we're going seven right fuck yeah okay warriors in six <laughs> in the nhl playoffs the colorado avalanche complete the sweep of the edmonton Orioles and move orioles oilers oilers and move on to the Stanley Cup Finals for the first time since 2001. Tampa Bay Lightning, who were down 2-0 in their series against the Rangers, have now won three games in a row. Told you. Late goal towards the end of Fucking the third period you. in Thursday's game. Now put them Norris had the, the same about the Orioles. Of heading back or the Orioles. to the finals or- and keeps Oilers. the hopes of a possible three-peat alive. As I mentioned before, though, the Rangers are currently 5-0 in elimination games in these playoffs and 8-1 over the last couple of seasons. Game 6 should be very interesting. Brandon, so uh, you going to put money on this game or not? Uh, no, because I told you, Dominic, I am retiring from online sports betting for the foreseeable future, a.k.a. until the NFL season starts. So, no. But I remember if we look back, wasn't the teams I was going to bet on to win the championship was the Avalanche and the Lightning? I think so. so. I, ju- I think I completely fumbled the bag. Yep. Well, you fucking idiot. God damn it. You fumbled it. But um, yeah, I mean, Mr. X, I have been watching a lot more hockey the past couple weeks. Um, I watch the avalanche sweep the Oilers after I said the Oilers would make the comeback, but at least I got the, the lightning, right? They made the comeback. So I'm happy about that. Uh, did you guys see the, the video of the fucking Ranger fan knocking that lightning oh. fan the fuck out? Holy <laughs> shit, dude. He fucking leveled them. Uh, it, it's always bullshit. By the way, fuck that guy. Shot. I just want to make it clear. Fuck, fuck that guy. Absolutely. It's always bullshit doing cheap shot shit like that, where they don't see it coming. Fight the guy like a man. But also, that guy's got to pack one hell of a punch. You or the other guy was hammered. Out. Yeah, that shit was wild. He also got banned for life from MSG, right? Uh, I did see he got arrested. I didn't really read into more of that. I would assume he would get kicked out, which I guess As he's he going gonna, gonna to be a... Which uh, means Barstool will fucking have him be on Rough and Rowdy. and you know He's going to be an Islanders fan sick. now. He's an, so Islanders fan. Cool. he's an Islanders fan now. Run it yeah. back. See, yeah, I, Mr. X, I know, I know hockey. Yeah. Big hockey anyways, guy over here. Anyways, Cute. sports got a couple of wrestling things, and then uh, your boy has to dip out. Why? 
because I'm fucking tired and I got fucking shit to do tomorrow, Brandon. And I fucking well, told you that. Well, MSG, we could have done, done the podcast tomorrow. MSG bans Ranger fan for life after a uh, assault of lightning supporter. Good. What exactly is the end game here with Ezekiel? How long would they keep this going? Uh, I think they're going to keep it. Go- well, I thought after Elias or sorry, Kevin Hello, Owens. Thank you. Sorry, I just doubly messed up. I said that I dead named him and I said <laughs> and, I was ta- and I was talking about the wrong person. I think after Kevin Owens beating him, I was like, oh, maybe they're going to wrap this thing up. But no, they're going to do a rematch next week. Maybe I did hear this, that they are going to do something where like Elias was like the fake person and technically Ezekiel is the real person. So like Ooh. Ezekiel was playing Elias earlier, time. but actually his real part, his actual being is Ezekiel. So he's technically not lying. Can they just get a lookalike and then they tag for a little bit? I'd love to see Elias and Ezekiel just together. You think with all the Saudi money they got, they could <laughs> make some sort of like deep fake with, with some guy and like do some sort of like backstage vignette or something. That would be fucking awesome. Dominic, any thoughts on Ezekiel? Uh, I think it's fucking stupid and they should just get, you know, just put him on the show for like seven, eight months, grow out the beard again, you'll be done with it. Um, what do you think of the supposed confrontation between MVP and Chris Jericho? Um, fuck Chris Jericho, even though, you know, he still puts on good stuff, but, you know, personally, fuck Chris Jericho. Uh, yeah, break it know. down. Break it down for somebody who's dumb like me and doesn't know what you're talking about. Uh, Chris Jericho, big Trump guy. Oh yeah, seen that. Follow uh, him on Twitter. I think his wife was at January 6th or something like that. I don't know. Jericho's wife was, or something around there. I don't know. Oof. Just, just yeah. So, so uh, personally, so personally, fuck them. I wish I think and. That's what the allegedly the dust up was kind of about, because I guess they said some shit on Twitter and then, you know, MVP saw him in a screech and ain't about that life. Right. But then MVP posted on Twitter that they got it right, but they also got it wrong. So who knows what the fight or what the dust up was actually about? I keep saying dust up like I'm Jack Del Rio. It's nice. 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 Good callback. Thank you. Forgot to ask this yesterday, but. Cody Rhodes, tough son of a bitch or dumb son of a bitch for risking further injury? Well, according to doctors that you know I've talked to, I got doctor resources. Love to see it. That, Your brother uh, doesn't count. What are you talking about? I talked to my aunt who works at a hospital. That a, that a boy. Okay, uh, what what in what department? Uh, she uh, actually she staffs the emergency room, so she would know doctors. All right, so according she to your sources, doc- she would know doctor. Not she's not a doctor, but okay. But right, she knows doctors. Do you know doctors? Yes, I do. Who? Dr. Pepper. Fuck you, Tyler. Bitch. I was talking about on my own accord. I drink, I literally drank a Dr. Pepper today. I know a diet Dr. Pepper then. Anyways, um, as long as it's torn clean off the bone, he can't hurt anything else unless he is like favoring like a leg or like an arm or like he could possibly injure something else if he's favoring it, but he can't actually like injure the peck any more than actually was. But yeah, Cody tough, song, tough song, bitch doing that. It looked nasty. He posted more photos later this week where the bruising or blood was going like all the way down to his wrists. Uh, they posted today that he's going to be out nine months. God I damn. I don't believe that, but 
who knows if it's gimmick to where he can come back earlier so he's a fucking god or it's actually really nine months that still puts him on track for mania but that would put him off track for royal rumble which is basically what everybody is saying he should be doing which i agree with uh match was phenomenal uh in ring wise you know it was fine but just the magnitude and the looks and optics of everything was, was great i know Ty, you know tyler actually watched hell in a cell i did i watched all the way through well, what was what was your thoughts i mean just when he took the jacket off just the hush over that chicago crowd was that shit was crazy it, it, it looked it looked wild which you know i still think maybe a little bit of makeup helped that out just just a little bit just but, a little bit just a little bit um but i thought it was uh insane that he decided to go out there and do that and he decided to uh, to perform under those circumstances, but fucking hats off to him, man. He's he's a he's a fucking different animal. That's that's for damn sure. All right, last one. Why well, you're not gonna answer Mister X's question, Domino? I mean, I have. He's a tough son of a bitch. Tough son. He's, he's a son of a plumber, so you know, goes hand in hand. No, he's a son of a son of a plumber. Huh? He's a son. Of the son of a plumber. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Dusty was the son of a plumber. Um, right. Amen. Last but not least. He's trying pop, to fire up the boys. Pop That's culture. What doing. Pop culture. Oh. Have you seen the new Black Adam trailer with The Rock? It looks cool. Plus, it'll be the first time cinematic appearances of characters like Hawkman and Dr. Fate, who is DC's version of Dr. Strange. I remember what it feels like 10 years ago reading on comic book websites about how The Rock wanted to bring this character to life. And now he's finally brought it to fruition. Since this part of the Shaz- of the Shazam universe, I wonder how long it will be until these two comic book a- adversaries meet on the big screen. Thanks, Mister X. Yeah, I do. I do hope to see that sooner rather than later. I I, I would hope that that Zachary Levi's uh, Shazam shows up in this Black Adam movie. Unfortunately, I feel like that'd be the only thing to save it. I'm not, you know, The Rock does do a lot of. Uh, good movies here here and there but I, i'm a little scared for him joining a comic book movie i i feel like that that his superstar the way he acts the way he, you know the way he plays roles it's very similar in every movie he does and i'm afraid of how that's gonna you know mend its way into the dceu which i mean it's already kind of a crapshoot at the moment but so I never seen Shazam. I heard it's good. Oh, um, some of the best DC movies, I, I believe. That, that's what I heard. But uh, my thing was, I was going to ask you, Tyler, is DC doesn't really do a good job at comedy, right? And The Rock has. They're, they're very dark. And that's, again, that's. Because that's, the, the Rock, yeah. he, he can do really good, like family oriented comedy. They kind of showed some comedy in the trailer. Yeah. But that's what I'm thinking is like, are they going to lean too heavy into it? And it's just going to throw off the tone of the movie. Uh, it's a strong possibility because if uh, I mean I could be mistaken I'm not as well versed in in DC as I am Marvel but I believe Black Adam is kind of I don't want to say he's a a villain but I think he's kind of like anti-hero-ish to where he kind of falls under that Deadpool and and Logan category Um, so I, I, I I feel like if there were to be a movie that could be like dark but have humor i guess this would be the one but like you said i uh, i am afraid they are gonna rely a lot more heavily on the humor aspect because it is the rock and i don't know if he has the 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 chops to bring it to that dark place that you see a lot in dc 
Dominic, your thoughts on Black Adam? I know you saw the trailer. I mean, I, I've. It look. I'll be honest. It kind of looks weird looking at him with the superhero or whatever you want, anti-hero, whatever you want to call it, gimmick on. Um, I, I'm, I don't really want to watch it. But being said, I haven't seen Spider Man or the Doctor Strange or fucking you know Kill anything. Can't Terrible Dominic. Terrible Dominic. I just can't. I just. I can't believe it. I'm well, probably not going to go to the theaters to watch this. I mean, if they drop, they probably won't drop on HBO Max same day. But, you know, in the next month, whenever it does, I'll, I'll check it out. Arch, arch enemy of Shazam and the nemesis of the Shazam family. So he is a villain. So for okay. a villain, yeah. Tyler, did, have you seen Rescue Rangers yet? I have. I did see Rescue Rangers. Review? I loved it. I, I, I fucking I, I love the nostalgia for it. The story was kind of, I mean, it was a fun story to follow along with. Very simple, easy for kids to, to follow, follow. Oh, fuck, fuck yeah. dude. I'm, oh, buddy. We're dropping the YouTube video today. Yeah. Um, but this, this. Uh, you lost rewards I, now? I, I, you kind of threw me off there a little bit. Not going to lie. But all the, the, all the blood from his brain and, rushed away. Everything was fucking great about Rescue Rangers. I, I, I love what they did. I loved, I loved uh, Sandberg and um, John Mulaney. John Mulaney's uh, chemistry in it as well. Just, just an overall great movie. I agree. I like, I like the nostalgia and the innuendos and the, and the you know inside jokes more than like yes. the actual movie itself. Which was, I mean, I've only watched it once, but I'm pretty sure if you go back and look at like all the different things, it'd be fantastic. I mean. Like just a little bit with Seth Seth Rogen's like six different characters like talking to him at one yeah. time. Like the Seth Rogen character in the movie was kind of dumb, but then it all just paid off for that one moment. And then the 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 ugly Sonic, I I I audibly laughed so hard I thought I was gonna fall off the goddamn bed when I was watching it because I didn't see it coming, and it was just it was fucking great. It was so fucking great, and then it was voiced by um uh Tim Robinson. It was every. <laughs> Fuck they 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 fucking nailed it. Disney Disney nailed it with that one. Great movie. Great movie. Great movie. Dominic, you oh. see Rescue Rangers? No, I have not. And with that Damn. being said. No, before Dominic, before you leave, we need to get your thoughts on some important breaking news that happened today. Paige announced she is gone from the WWE Dominic as July, a in, Ju- in July. In so July some time. When okay. her when her contract we runs out. We'll talk about this next week. She I do left, not want to talk about it right now. She left the door open that she would be in the wrestling ring, but not in WWE. Dominic, your thoughts on this sad news. Like I said, talk about it next week. I'm not trying to go down a dark path right now. Okay. Wanna go to sleep? Got a big day tomorrow. Well, what are you doing tomorrow? I don't need to tell you shit. Since well, you, already, you say you have a big since, day tomorrow. Since, since you guys go on trapdoor and you know just talk nothing but shit about me, so it's fine. Hey, we did not talk a lot of shit about you. Uh, it was, you did. I uh, I listened. What do you mean? I did. Explain I saw how the did YouTube I talk today? Uh, I wasn't talk. I wasn't talking shit about you. I was. Ex- what do we even say? I forgot what we said. He demolished three pieces of pizza. I mean, you did demolish three pieces of pizza. I did I'm not. pretty, sh- I'm pretty sure not. we talked about it on this podcast I that did you not. ate. I mean, I think you did. You make it seem like I was. Oh, I'm hungry. Nom, 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 nom. I, I mean, you had three pieces of pizza, Dominic. Uh, I was only gonna have two. The studio audience didn't want the other one. I offered it to you, and you're like, "No." And I'm like, "Well, fuck. I'm just gonna eat it because I can't heat it up anymore." So I fucking ate it. But don't make it seem like 
I'm, I'm a fat piece of shit. And I, eat I three. mean, I didn't, I didn't, I mean, I might have said you demolished. I didn't say, yeah, you fucking, that's demol- I mean, that I makes didn't it sound you, like I'm you, a fat you, ass. You, you curb, I mean, once again, you bought 50, you bought five slices at like $15 a piece. Is this a bad time to say that I'm retiring from the podcasting game? What do you, ta- what? Okay, what bye. You, what do you mean you're retiring from the podcasting game, Tyler? Yeah, I'm stepping away, fellas. And Dominic just wow. leaves. Dominic just, just leaves in the middle. Jesus you know what? Christ. What? This this fucking thing is falling apart. It's not falling apart. You know, ever since you showed up, exactly, it, it feels was, like it's starting what? to fall apart. It was my, it, it was on me, man. It, this is why I got to step away. Dom, Dom, Dominic is chemistry. Dominic's out here thinking that you're going to carry the load because it's a threesome, and so he's all tired and cranky. And then he just leaves. Not even going to do the wrestling portion. I mean, I have some even hot takes he, about AEW. I feel this is the worst episode they've ever had. Even though he knew that I, I was doing this today, I told him today that this is, and he's been talking about it all week. He's like, man, I can't believe you're not going to be my co-host anymore. So he knew, but eh, you know what? But yes, I am officially uh, stepping away from the game with with heavy heart. But, I don't think it's that heavy of a heart. No, it's not. <laughs> it's He's excited it's, to leave. It's really not. Uh, yeah, it, it just I I don't know, man. Podcasting just just it ain't it ain't for me no more. Was it ever for you? What happened? To that I don't fire? know. It might it might not it it might not have ever been for me. Who knows? Your your brother just dragged you into this, and then here you are three no, years later. No, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't drag me into it. We. We always were, were going to podcast. I mean, I think we were just uh, headed down that road eventually. And then, you know. Maybe, maybe that's where you deserve to be. Maybe we should send our send you back home. Send the baby bird back home. No, I'm just not going to do podcasts, man. This is uh, I, I've realized I, en- I enjoy my time more when I don't have to worry about doing a podcast. He enjoys the idea of podcasting. I, enjoy, I fucking I love the idea of podcasting. But he just, but that, you know, can't actual... commit to, to two hours. Because, you know, <laughs> even though he's the one that just shows up, talks, and leaves, you know, I'm the one that has to do all the editing and everything. It's such yeah, a tough I, life for Tyler. I do love the idea of it, but then when it actually comes to, like, fuck, I actually got to sit down and talk about this shit for this. For this and I got to, like, actually dedicate the time to this it's like fuck that shit i don't want to do that fuck now so uh, it, it's been great uh, you guys have been so great opening your arms to me and, and letting me be on the podcast and and it's been it's been fantastic tyler what the fuck is this this you know, you're supposed to be angry and yell at me and cuss me out well i could Fabe is dead i thought you were gonna just i was you know, bury I was, me i was and say fuck to... all you guys but then you didn't you pussied out I was going to, and then Dominic just left. So it was going to be funny because I just wanted to hear Dominic's reaction, but then he just left. So, well, if you want to bury I mean, Dominic I mean, right now, because he's definitely not going to. I mean, he might listen back because he's gone. He's going to be scared. We're going to say something. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to bury mm-hmm. Dominic, but I, I, I am going to bury you because the whole reason I signed that goddamn contract was because I did say that I wanted the freedom to come on kind of whenever I wanted, and then. The episode I listened to, you were complaining that I wasn't on as much as I should be. Well, once again, this wasn't my idea to sign you to a contract. You're the one. You and, and Dominic. You know what? Still haven't been compensated either. You and, well, I'm taking it, your asses to court. It's a, it's up to the discretion of me and Dominic. And, you know, I don't think you deserve to be compensated. This is bullshit. I spent a lot of time on this goddamn podcast. You just absolutely hate to see it. <laughs> yeah, maybe we're trying to fi- maybe, maybe to by not it. paying you, we're trying to fire you up. 
I think were you working. trying to fire me up or were you trying to send me down? I think you guys were trying to send me down this whole time. I, I think you honestly, know what, Tyler, I, you know what, Tyler, you're up. not leaving your cut. You can't okay. retire. You know we're what? DFAing you. This is bull. This is bullshit. I can't even fucking retire in peace. Nope. You're DFA'd. I'm fucking. I'm getting DFA'd. Yep. What if I clear waivers? Then you can, you know, right off and you can sign a one day contract with Trapdoor to Hell and then retire. With and them. then retire. Oh, I might just have to do that. There I might just have to do that because, because you know what? I don't even want to be. I don't want to even be known that I was on curveballs and chair shots. I want you guys to delete anything that's had me with it. You have to delete entire podcasts if I was even mentioned. If I was. Um, on it anything like that so it was just a giant fever dream tyler was never on just like you know those, <laughs> those random you know athletes who just spent a cup of coffee on some random team that no one remembers exactly i'm definitely not gonna brett Favre this and show up you know a few months down the road for cameos or you just show up on the jets and then you know send a dick pic to some random intern and get in trouble, but then everyone forgets about it. And then you go, you finally go and leave for the team you wanted to be on this entire time. And I do it all while wearing copper fit and Wrangler. Yep. Yep. So this is my, this is my swan song. This is my farewell. What a hell of an episode. If anybody could, could feel that there, the chemistry was gone. I think it was just weighing on us all that I was, you know, they, they everybody knew this is the final episode mm-hmm. for definitely, me, for definitely. me being on here. Definitely not Dominic just being tired and not saying anything. Definitely not. Definitely 100% not. So, Cheese, I'm sorry to, to leave you with this sad news while you have to go into wrestling, but, you know, the show goes on, right, friend? I guess it has to go on. It has to go on. So, I leave you to it. And thank you to all the listeners. If you enjoyed me being on here, I love you. If you hated me being on here, now you get your wish. Okay. All right. Mhm. 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 No, I'm just gonna kick him out, but he's a little too quick on the trigger. But yes, I'm just all alone here to do the AEW Dynamite recap. I don't even know if anyone outside of Mister Well, I, Josh listens to the wrestling portion, I believe. Uh, Mister X, if you listen to the Bullet Cast, which I know you did, I know I had some uh, strong words to say about this past week on a dynamite and as i said i was not a fan of this show i would say this was the my i don't know if i'd say it's the worst episode of dynamite ever but it was definitely my least favorite episode of dynamite ever uh this whole show was pretty much built around the interim title scene with cm punk having to step away to some sort of injury we don't exactly know some sort of lower leg injury conspiracy theories out there that he busted his foot while doing this uh, swan dive into the crowd or some other part of the uh, match last week, but uh, whatever they did the show on rampage and it was very convoluted at the time we were doing the podcast last week. We didn't know exactly what was going down and they released a statement, which kind of explained what was happening, but it still didn't make any sense with the battle Royal facing John Moxley, who was the number three or four contender last week, but because he beat Dana Garcia, then he just leapfrogs everybody which makes absolutely no sense. And then now Hiroki Goto is going to face Hiroshi Tanahashi for a spot in the interim title when Hiroki Goto doesn't do anything in New Japan and Hiroshi and Tanahashi loses all of his big matches in New Japan. And why are New Japan wrestlers wrestling for the AEW championship when other people are much more deserving for the title? 
it just I felt like it just made a whole mockery of the world title scene and AEW. We've talked about it before that they just have not done a good job at doing at making their world title feel prestigious and making it feel like a big deal. And this just doubled down on that. Uh, so we started off with the Casino Battle Royal. Uh, it was a Casino Battle Royal type. So uh, what, four suits of five people topped off with the Joker, who was Andrade. Not a big na- not a big surprise name by any means, but um, I thought, honestly, if it was someone to win the match, it should have been someone like a Andrade or a, a Keith Lee or someone who's like a big-time, at least upper-level type singles guy but at the end of the day kyle o'reilly gets the win and you guys know i'm a big kyle o'reilly fan love him think he's super talented uh he has gotten some big wins in AEW these last few weeks obviously they weren't building to this because they didn't think punk was going to get hurt but um you have a, a tag team guy win and face off for your interim title and if you were to look at his rank before the sh- before the match he probably would have been like what 15 or something maybe even 20 going into this match but i mean the people that were in this match made absolutely no sense like speaking of kyle O'Reilly, why is bobby fish in here why are the ass boys and uh max caster in the ring like why are there these people who are mid to lower level guys in the battle royal for the championship like it's a battle royal you can't afford hangman or wardlow or like some other people that they you know i know adam cole and brian danielson are hurt but like you don't need you could have explained us that like you could have told us look brian danielson's hurt he's going to be out for a couple weeks adam cole's hurt yada 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 and they have the built-in excuse of like oh hangman page is booked on another match but it's like it's for the world title you're telling me hangman we can't put a match on hold for with david finley for him to get a spot for the world championship when he just lost it and he talked about how important it was for him to win and beat punk so wouldn't Hangman, in theory, want to get that interim title back just to make sure Punk isn't a champion? Like, yeah, he won he won the title, but he's not going to have a reign with it because Hangman's going to win the interim title and beat him whenever Punk comes back. That's neither here nor there. Um, Yeah, you know, Kyle O'Reilly gets the win. The match itself was like, okay. Uh, you know, there were some big spots in there with Swerve uh, eliminating Keith. The big one was Keith Lee, and he also eliminated Darby, I believe. And honestly, I was thinking like, oh, Okay, you know, they're going to give Swerve the one to win. Ultimately, I think everyone assumed the person who was going to win this match was going to lose to Moxley. So I thought Swerve would have been a fantastic choice to have him win, go on, have a a decent to really good match with Moxley, but still end up losing. You can still elevate Swerve in the process. But instead, they chose Kyle O'Reilly, which, as I said, like I like him as a talent. They've protected him these last couple of weeks in singles matches, but he's ultimately still a tag team guy. And I think like a dedicated singles guy would have got a lot more from this if it was like a Swerve or a Keith Lee or an Andrade or whoever else was in that match. So, yeah, I think AEW has a problem with not having their wrestlers, their top, top guys wrestlers lose. I mean, I think Tony Collins just kind of scared and doesn't want to do that, which overall I agree with. I think that's a good thing because in WWE, too many people are losing all the time. But AEW kind of goes in the complete opposite end to where they don't have their top guys really lose any matches. They're always in. There's the main event guys. There's a big pool of mid carters. I don't like the lower level guys. And when it comes to those like big pool of mid carters, 
like they'll have some matches from time to time, but we never get, you know, anybody moving up or down substantially. And I thought, you know, I know they don't want to do tournaments all the time, but yeah, we're doing a tournament for a new championship that doesn't even, that shouldn't even be here. The all Atlantic championship. That's a new belt that they introduced, did not explain what the fuck it even means. Like it's an all Atlantic championship, but yet they're having new Japan people wrestle for it. Like last time I checked, Japan does not touch the Atlantic ocean. And I'm not even trying to nitpick here and say like, Oh, it's the Atlantic title. So it can only be with people touching the Atlantic ocean, but like, can we make some rules and regulations for what exactly this division should be? It's just another title for the sake of being a title. I thought it would have been the six way or the six man tag tag titles, which I would have been okay with. I still would have said no more titles. There's too many titles on AEW, but yet, that's a whole new division, a six-man trios division. Okay, cool. But yet now we're another singles men's title. So you have the, the world, TNT, and now the All-Atlantic. Throw in Wheeler Yuta with the TV championship. Who knows what's going on with Adam Cole. He's carrying around that Owen title, which I would assume is just a trophy, but yet he's carrying around like it's a real belt. And then, you know, oh, uh, which I'm going to say weirdly as a TV title is a pure title. Uh, Samoa Joe has the TV title. So it's like you have ROH titles and AEW titles are ring of honor. Fuck new Japan are going to have their titles introduced pretty soon. I mean, they kind of already have been introduced with hangman pages promo. So it's like just way too many titles going on. And it's just like devalues the idea. AEW doesn't do a good job at, you know, making their titles mean anything. And so now we're introducing another title to the mix. I just ruled my eyes at that. But in the meantime, we had a pretty good match with Pac defeating Buddy Matthews uh, to advance to the finals because they're going to do like a four-way match at Forbidden Door for the All-Atlantic title. Uh, As I said, really good match. You know, these two guys, I didn't realize they haven't wrestled before, and they put on a a hell of a clinic. Uh, At the end, Buddy Matthews walks back up the ramp, House of Black. I doesn't do anything to him, but they uh, stare down Triangulo de la Muerte because it's going to be what Penta taking on Malachi Black next week or somewhere down the line. Uh, that should be good as well. Then, uh, for some reason, Trent Beretta is just staying in the middle of the ring. Uh, Asks for FTR. FTR comes out, but then Will Ospreay and friends come down. So we get the debut of Will Ospreay. They beat down. Uh, the baby face or the AEW people. And they set it up a six way or six man tag match for Rampage. Uh, did not see the match. I would assume Osprey beat Trent to get the win because that's what they should do. Uh, but Osprey could have been a bigger deal in terms of his debut. But I, if you're trying to introduce a uh, New Japan people, which they are, this was fine. I speculated on the uh, other podcast what Osprey could do. I hope he's in there to do a singles match. I know they uh, he just got over some sort of like kidney disease or something. So hopefully, I mean, he looked healthy. He's he wrestled on Rampage. So hopefully, they have Osprey get in there with a, a singles guy and they can just go at it for fifteen minutes, just fucking tear the house down. Uh, speaking of Hangman, well, Hangman Page, we we were speaking about Hangman. He. Wrestled David Finley in that very important match that kept him out of the Casino Battle Royal. And Hangman gets the win. Eh, match was fine. He uh, cuts a promo afterwards and, you know, kind of just diminishes the Battle Royal, says he's not going to have a title shot anytime soon. Why? 
that wasn't explained. He just kind of threw it out there and just kind of moved on. And then he said that, oh, who cares about the he, he didn't say it like that, but that's how I read it. Who cares about the AEW championship? There's more world titles out there. So fuck it. I'm going to go for the IWGP title. And I was like, okay, like you're just going to completely dismiss your championship that you just held to go after a different title and basically put it on the same pedestal as the AEW championship, which in actuality, like the IWGP title is more prestigious than the AEW title, but you don't say that on AEW television, but whatever. So a hangman called out Okada. Okada and Jay White are going to have a match this weekend to determine who's going to be the champion. Adam Cole pointed that out. It looks as though it's going, well, from the internet telling me things, it's going to be a triple threat with Okada, hangman, and Adam Cole. Don't know what that means for Jay White, what he's doing in the mix. Maybe some sort of six man with the Bucks, or he does a singles match of his own. I do not know, but if it is a three-way match with Okada, Cole, and Hangman, match should be phenomenal. Uh, but similar to the AEW title, I would assume the New Japan guy is going to win the New Japan title, and the AEW guy is going to win the AEW title. Uh, Wardlow comes out and cuts a promo, once again, kind of dismissing his not being in the Battle Royal, saying that he wants to face CM Punk one-on-one, which, like, fine. Like, it was... I had my qualms with it because it's like, oh, if you just had the interim title, you can face CM Punk for the actual title later on down the line. But that's whatever. Like, it did make a ton of sense, but I kind of see where he was coming from. But then right after that, he goes after the TNT title, which in that same promo, he said doesn't mean as much as it used to. So instead of going after the top title that he says doesn't mean that much, now he's going after the secondary title, which he said in his promo doesn't mean as much as it used to. So it's like, what what are we doing here, people? Um, and then Smart Mark Sterling comes out or in backstage says that Wardlow's gonna face all the security people, like one on twenty elimination style. So it's gonna be like an over the top handicap comedy type, just Wardlow killing people match, which should be okay. Uh, moving on, we get a contrived uh, talking segment in backstage and the young bucks truck I, it wasn't very clear where this was taking place at but uh, the young bucks talk hardy's over here that hardy's come in they talk junk uh, jurassic express overhears that they come in and talk and then christian blabbers about something and basically books a triple threat ladder match for the tag titles with the bucks jurassic express and the hardy's jungle boy did not look very pleased about that so kind of furthering uh, Christian and Jungle Boy is a dissension. Uh, I would s- assume, well, not assume, but uh, I would probably pick new champions here. They've not like hammered us over the head with the Christian Jungle Boy stuff, but we've seen in the past couple of weeks, they're, you know, making a little more obvious. So I would, I could see in a ladder match, this isn't the forte of Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. So have the Bucks or the Hardys win. Jungle Boy kind of chirps at Christians like, why did you put us in this match? We didn't talk about this first, blah, 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 blah. And then that we kind of go from there. Uh, then we get Rosa, Thunder Rosa defending her AEW title against Marina Shafir. There's so many other people above Marina Shafir. Why is Thunder Rosa wrestling her for the title? Like, okay, you can have the match, but does it really need to be for the championship? Or if you are going to have a championship match, you can't have somebody else higher on the card. Or, you know, higher on the depth chart that you can just have her lose. But, like, 
I mean, well, not Abaddon. That was kind of the only name that was really coming to mind because she's kind of on that same level. But uh, the crowd was like dead for this. They, for some reason, just don't really react much as she feel like I think she's like a fine, like she's an okay talent. But for whatever reason, like her matches just don't really click with the audience. I don't know if it's like the residual WWE Ronda Rousey effect to where people kind of resent her or they're just not getting her. Like, obviously, her matches aren't fantastic, but I think she's like, she's okay enough in the ring, like with her grappling and her MMA stuff. But, oh, whatever. Uh, Tony Storm comes out and looks as though they're going to go with Thunder Rose and Tony Storm as the next feud. I am perfectly fine with that. Uh, only thing is, like, I really want Tony Storm to like be champion one day. But also, I think like Thunder Rosa is it's not really her time to lose the title, but I'm out here saying they need to have people lose all the time. So uh, I guess you just have Thunder Rosa beat Tony Storm. So after, you know, Tony comes in after the first couple months, you just have her kind of just lose everything. That's why I wanted her to win the Owen, but that went to, to Britt Baker instead. Then in the main event, John Moxley takes on Kyle O'Reilly for a spot in that interim title match at Forbidden Door, and Moxley gets the win. Uh, I really love this match. I thought it was uh, fantastic. You know, a lot of grappling, a lot of hard hitting. Uh, like both promos from both guys, Moxley earlier, and then Kyle with uh, William Regal. Uh, just really good match. Moxley has had two stellar matches, at least stellar, two stellar singles matches. And if you throw Anarchy in the arena, three stellar matches in the past two weeks um so yeah moxley gets the win and this is what i was saying earlier like i think everyone knew moxley was gonna win so maybe put in somebody like bigger like a keith lee or swerve or an andrade just someone who has a little bit more cachet in the singles division or even like a darby but uh, moxley gets the win and he's moving on to presumably face hiroshi tanahashi for that interim title Uh, i would I mean, I think it's just going to be straightforward and just have Moxley win. Uh, Tanahashi winning an AEW title would be weird, but he's not really doing too much in New Japan. So if you just bring him over and just have him like have a solid three-month reign with a title and then Punk beats him for it, like that would be cool. But yeah, I just think they looked at the, they looked at everything. They're like, okay, if we're going to pick someone, I guess we'll pick Moxley. So we're just having an easy, quote-unquote, easy road for Moxley to get the win. And that's kind of what they set up. So uh, that'll do it for us for today. Thank you guys for tuning in. I know it was a little bit of a weird, different episode with the vibes and everything, but we finished it. Uh, At least I finished it. But once again, thank you all very much. If you'd like to send in a question, be a part of the podcast, curveballandcs at gmail.com. If you want to email curveballsandcs on Twitter and Instagram, if you want to slide in those DMs. Dominic should, aka will, be here next week. So until next time, goodbye and good night. Uh, bye bye. <laughs>